Happiness is not something really made. It comes from your own actions. The 14th Dalai Lama. Hello, truth seekers. You are listening to the Welcome to Your Life podcast. I am your host, Renee Reed. Welcome to Your Life is an Atlanta-based lifestyle podcast for women, helping you to live the life you deserve. Yes, you can get organized, live a balanced life, and get rid of your belly fat. If you're looking for tips on relationships, wellness, vegan recipes, parenting, and lifestyle hacks, you've found your tribe. Welcome home. If you haven't done so already, please don't forget to subscribe. And for those of you with a little extra change in your pocket, please consider becoming a monthly donor. Your gifts help to sustain our community and provide for future episodes. Today, I'm asking the question, is happiness a choice? Let's get started. Hey guys, how are you today? I hope you're doing well. I'm doing pretty well. I went to the doctor for my annual checkup and I have lost 12 pounds since she saw me this time two years ago. And I was really happy about that. So I know you guys are probably thinking, oh my gosh, what is taking you so long? But... When I saw how overweight I was and my doctor told me that I was pre-diabetic and pre-hypertensive, I panicked like many of you and I ran out and started dieting and ordering pre-packaged meals and shakes and I'm not about that life. (laughs) But then I, I realized Seriously, though, that, you know, I'm going to love this belly until it slowly disappears. So I switched to just regular exercise and good food. And um, I'm really happy. Can you hear it in my voice, how happy I am? But I am so off track, and I'm sorry, because today I'm asking the question, actually, do you believe that happiness is a choice? Um, I love this question. It's the first question that I ask my clients. I am a health coach and a parent advocate. I work in the field of mental health. So the women that I work with are some of the most amazing women that you will ever meet. But when I meet them, they are usually in crisis. You know, they are overwhelmed either by their health concerns or parenting concerns or life concerns or all three. And so I start our first Uh, session together by asking them the question, do you believe that you are supposed to be happy? Do you believe that happiness is a choice that you can actually make? And their answer to to this question determines how I get started with them. It determines, you know, where we go from there. 
because many of them did not believe that happiness was a choice that they were able to make for themselves. They believed, like a lot of us believed or believed still, that you live, you die, things happen to you in between, and sometimes they were good things, sometimes they were bad things, and you just kind of rolled with the rolled with the punches. And I understand how they feel, why they feel that way. I mean, I had a really rough childhood. Um, so I learned from an early age that you had to fight for happiness. You had to find it wherever you could and that it wasn't going to be easy, but you couldn't give up. I couldn't give up on my own happiness because giving up on my own happiness was giving up on myself. I wasn't just fighting for happiness sake. I was fighting for me and I was fighting to increase the depth of my resiliency. So I know better than anyone that, you know, things happen to us and some of those things we have no control over at all. You know, like the death of someone you love, the loss of a job, a marriage or relationship that ends. I have suffered all of these things and it took me by surprise sometimes and sometimes it knocked the wind out of me and then I had to realize that these life events are out of my control. So I had to turn my focus to the things that I could control. And that's what I want you to do today. As you answer this question, I want you to consider the three things we're going to talk about today. And don't panic. You don't have to do them all at once. Uh, you can pick one of the things that we're going to talk about and you can work on it for 21 days. That seems to be the standard time all the gurus espouse for um, promoting good habit change, 21 days. So um, the first thing we're going to talk about, though, is self-care. Taking a good look at who is sharing your space is the second thing. And the third thing is giving back to your community. So, self-care. I know that we women are all about getting our hair and nails done. I love that. That's the best part of my week. But... There are other areas that we need to talk about, you know. You need to drink more water. Drinking more water is a simple thing that you can do that will help you to improve your digestion and increase weight loss. Figure out how much sleep you need. I was really bad at this. I am a news junkie. So I was watching all the news shows on all the channels 
you know, and then I would watch the repeat of the same shows until one or two o'clock in the morning, having to get up at 6 a.m. to, you know, get my kids off to school and now to get myself out the door so that I can go to work um, did not make for a happy Renee at all. So now I turn the TV off at 10 p.m. And I go to bed. I go to sleep. And I have a nightly routine that works for me and allows me to wind down from my day and has really improved and upped my level of self-care. So the other thing is when we talk about creating a nightly routine as part of your self-care plan, what really happens is that you are creating a successful morning for the next day. So you're actually preparing for tomorrow the night before. So think about that today or whenever you're listening to this um, episode and start thinking about how you can really start to incorporate some wind down time in your daily schedule before you go to bed. That might mean putting the kids to bed a little earlier. They won't like it, but they need their rest too. So just tell them that it's the new family rule. (laughs) So the second thing, and this is something that, you know, we struggle with as women. um, Who's sharing your space? Because everyone who shares your space, who shares our space, is not bringing us some positive energy. And sometimes we have to realize that friendships have run their course. You know, that family members are not always supportive. (laughs) And that nothing zaps your energy like, you know, or your happiness have like having to deal with dead weight so I know it's hard and sometimes it's hard and it's sad but cutting those ties will give you some the energy you need to boost your happiness quotient and to get on with your life to start pursuing the things that you want to pursue without any negative input from people who are telling you that it won't work. So take a look at who is sharing your space. Are they supportive? Are they loving? Are they kind? Do they offer you, you know, good advice? Are they a nice you know, shoulder to cry on when you need to cry? Do they give good hugs? My Aunt Maggie gave the best hugs in the world. Like, I miss her hugs so much. But think about it. Are they 
people that are going to push you when you need to be pushed, but love you when you need to be loved. Who shares your space? And then the other thing we want to talk about today is giving back to our communities. Some of my happiest times were delivering meals to the elderly. And this is when I was between jobs. I really didn't know how I was going to make it. But every Friday, I would get some change together to get gas. This is a true story. <laughs> and, um, and I would go deliver meals to the elderly. One of the other things that I really enjoyed doing was mentoring young women who were first-generation college students. Um, just so good. I mean, I don't know what they got out of it. Hopefully, I was able to give them some really good advice, having sent, you know, five kids off to college successfully. But um, I just got the greatest feeling knowing that I was helping someone else. I was using the knowledge that I had. You know, I wasn't sitting home feeling sorry for myself because I didn't have a job. And I, I was actually out helping other people. So think about that. Think about places where you can donate your time. One hour a week is all it takes. And it doesn't have to be anything, um, you know, too far out in the community. If you have children, volunteer at their schools. I volunteered at my children's schools from the time my oldest was in kindergarten until my youngest was in like eighth grade and said, um, and a actually asked me to stop coming <laughs> because she was 13 and she didn't want me to know what she was doing in school. But if you are a parent with children and you volunteer at their schools, you will get to know their teachers and their teachers will get to know you and you'll be able to keep an eye on your kid and see what they're doing, doing during the day and help them to make the adjustments that they need to make so that they can be successful. Now, I know that, you know, we're not all going to walk around giddy all day and smiling and every day is not going to be a happy day. But what I want you to know deep, deep, deep in your spirit is that your level of happiness is directly linked to the choices you make. So then the question becomes, what are you willing to do to create your happiness? How proactive are you willing to be to seek happiness in your own life? Are you willing to give up a relationship that's causing you pain? 
Are you willing to get up earlier so that you can walk 30 minutes before going to work? Are you willing to spend some time organizing your household so that it runs more smoothly? Are you willing to do the work on yourself that will help you to heal? And guess what? You are the only person who can answer these questions. Now, we can manufacture some happiness. We can manufacture it through drinking, through shopping, through partying, through eating. But that kind of happiness does not last. Take it from Mama Reed. It doesn't work. You will not be able to find the real happiness you seek until you begin to work on you. So it's not about blaming other people for your unhappiness. No one has the power to make you happy or unhappy unless you give it to them. Ooh, I should write that down. <laughs> Listen, guys, your happiness is defined by taking control of what you can control. And what you can control is you. Wow. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and please don't forget to subscribe and let me know in the comments what you think. I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at I am Renee Reed or if you want to shoot me a private message you can email me at Renee Reed at Renee Reed dot N-E-T. You know, I hope that you share this podcast with someone you love, someone that you know is struggling, especially now that the holiday season is upon us. A lot of our sisters are struggling through the holidays and we need to be there to lift them up until they can stand on their own. Don't forget to check out the super private Facebook groups. The links will be in the description below. And I am wishing you peace and love. Let's talk tomorrow. Happiness is not something really made. It comes from your own actions. The 14th Dalai Lama <laughs>